Well, welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings and literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is part of Calvary's Daily Connections, so we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org. Well, today, uh, Lori Voltemeyer is here, and uh, we're following up on... Uh, uh, what uh, what she talked about on Sunday, uh, just kind of taking a deeper look. I think you promised people um, did <laughs> some, <laughs> some more stuff. So let's let's jump into it. Well, I thought I'd just do a commercial for myself. Why not? Oh, perfect. Now, well, this is yeah. a deep topic. This whole Holy Spirit thing is uh, is a deep topic and one that uh, does not get addressed uh, very often. Uh, I'm not sure why that is, other than maybe this this whole notion of the Holy Ghost is a little bit odd for our modern day ears. Um, but I want to talk yeah. a little bit about um, what that means in our lives. Why, right. why does it matter right. um, that we have the Holy Spirit available to us? Um, what's the difference? And that was sort of uh, in the sermon yesterday, how did the disciples, how did Peter in particular change uh, as a result of receiving the Spirit? Uh, his pre-Pentecostal behavior and his post-Pentecostal behavior were just right. absolutely um, almost op- polar opposites. So yeah. um, as we celebrate Pentecost, that's the birthday of the church. So happy birthday and uh, typical uh, to a birthday you get a gift and uh, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit um, on Pentecost so um, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to talk about uh, this third person of the Trinity uh, because we are also triune beings we're created um, body soul spirit we have oh, three yeah, parts too. Right. We got Father, Son, Holy Ghost. We got Body, Soul, Spirit, and um, I kind of want to think think a little bit about um, how we get that Spirit activated in us. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that uh, at the point of salvation, justification, whatever you want to call that, when you mm-hmm. accept Christ uh, for yourself, uh, you get the package deal. Uh, the Trinity cannot be separated. Um, separate but inseparable. That's the mystery, right. three in one. Um, and so you have within you the Holy Spirit uh, placed like a seed, but are you going to let it grow? Are you going to feed that uh, and allow the Holy Spirit to infuse the rest of you? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you think of us in three parts, body, soul, spirit, uh, with our bodies we connect with the world. Okay, we, yeah. we, we connect with the world through our bodies. Uh, our soul is uh, what we're thinking about, what we're feeling, kind of that mind, will, emotions okay. uh, piece of us, what mm-hmm. makes us us, our yeah. personality. Um, it's how we connect with ourselves. If you tune in to the radio station that is in your head, it's all about you, and sure. mine's all about me. Right. Um, it's you know what, what we are thinking about, what we're feeling, and okay. so on, what we want to do. All right. And so we spend a lot of time in the soul realm, Mm -hmm. a lot of time getting ourselves through our day and trying to get other folks to make it easier for us. I mean, we just, we, we are selfish in that way. Um, And then we have this spirit that resides deep within us and it's the part that connects with God. And that's the part, unfortunately, that we neglect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes we might wake it up on Sunday, but oftentimes leave that lying dormant. Um, And you know what? You'll go to heaven if you do. I, I believe, you know, you're saved. But um, and you can sit on your salvation, and <laughs> and make no difference in the world. But we're called to much greater than that. Right, right. So, how do we uh, open the door between spirit and soul, and between soul and body? Um, it, it takes some intentionality. 
mm-hmm. to do that, to recognize that that spirit is within and, um, and recognize what the barriers are to opening that up. Uh, in Philippians 2.12, uh, I think it says that um, we work out our salvation. We work it out with fear and trembling, no That's, less, yes, Paul says. Yeah. Uh, with fear and trembling, we work it out. And I think we're working out our salvation, not with works at all, right. but there's some effort that, that we have to uh, submit to to uh, infuse, allow the Spirit to infuse our soul, to let the Holy Spirit inform our minds, to mm-hmm. wash our conscience, to um, yeah. help us calm our feelings, to right. uh, give us a sound mind Um, and those are things we all need to work on a lot Um, i can speak for myself (laughs) Uh, but that infusing of the spirit uh, into uh, informing our minds and our feelings Mm -hmm. uh, is very important and when we are stable in our minds in our uh, obedience um, in our emotions then we are healthier people too so it even goes to the outside Um, we've all seen uh, people who are not physically beautiful but if they've been walking with the lord a long time they are Right. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that yeah, yeah. countenance that they mm-hmm. have. You can just, there's a yeah. peace within them right. that makes its way all the way to the outside. Yeah. I want to be one of those people someday. Just yeah. that it's just obvious yeah. um, that I'm walking with a, a supernatural sort of right. peace within. Right. Uh, in Romans uh, 14, it says, um, The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, yeah. and joy in the Holy Spirit. And I mean, this whole Pentecost, this whole birthday party started with a whole lot of joy, excessive joy to the point that people thought they were loaded, right? Yes. Um, yes. And um, sometimes we kind of take a look at that and go, well, I don't see the kingdom of God here because I'm not experiencing joy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think righteousness, peace, and joy, I think that's intentional. It's in order. Yeah. Um, if you're not experiencing joy, maybe ask yourself why you don't have peace. Mm-hmm. And who do you sure. need to make peace with? Right. God, someone else, yourself. Right. And if you're not feeling that, then yeah. maybe check in, do I really feel right with God? Do I have a solid relationship? Do I have a saving sure. relationship with Jesus? Then, Because right. they come in order. When you, Once you have that, mm-hmm. the righteousness of God in Christ within you, you get the gift of peace. That right. was one of the last things Jesus left the disciples with. My peace I give to you. Right. He could have said anything. You know, he's getting ready to leave, you know, this final supper, and he knows the cross lies before Mm -hmm. him, and he could have said anything in that moment. Um, My love I give to you, my grace I give to you, my what, he could have said anything. And he chose peace. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Um, So I think that's one of the marks of a Christian. Is, is a loving spirit, is a peaceful spirit, uh, regardless mm-hmm. of circumstances. Yeah. So it's one of the things I, it, it catches my attention when I meet someone who is peaceful in right. unpeaceful situations. Right. Um, it seems to be a sign of the spirit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he says, um, you know, I, I leave you this peace. And uh, mm-hmm. in John 15, he talks about, it's good that I'm going. He's talking to the, to the disciples. He's leaving. Right. Uh, he's heading out. He says, you're not going to see me much longer. I've got a lot more I want to say to you, but you can't handle it. Right. I'm paraphrasing. But yeah. uh, no, yeah, you that's... can't bear them, I think is the word that's in the Scripture. You yeah. can't bear what I need to tell you. Right. But don't worry. I'm sending the Holy Spirit to come. There's this comforter right. coming. Uh, in fact, he says another comforter that is like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, you know, 
it, it's, he realizes how scared they must have been. Jesus, you can't leave us. Are you kidding me? You can't go anywhere because the heat's on, right? right. I mean, yeah. it, it, this is all crumbling. In their minds, it's crumbling. This um, triumphant king that was supposed to come rescue them, the Hosanna, oh, save us guy. Oh, yeah. It's not playing out like they thought it was going to play out. No. And um, they're freaking out. And right. he says, oh, if you only knew, it's good. Mm-hmm. You would be glad. Uh, that I'm going right. to the Father. Let me let me quote that. I want to make sure yeah, I get it yeah. uh, a little bit right. John chapter 15, verse 25. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I'm going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. You'd be happy if you knew. Um, He goes on to say um, in verse 16, or chapter 16, excuse me, verse 5, Now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For I do not go away, for excuse me, if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and righteousness. So, yeah. like can you imagine trying to process that? It's good that you're leaving. You can't be serious. <laughs> right. We can't handle this without you, Jesus. Yeah. But he's saying... We just saying, got you back. I mean... That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah mean, they saw the, the ascension and... Yeah. Wait a minute, you know? Right. So they're yeah. um, obviously confused. But again, pre-Pentecost, sure. everyone's confused. Right. Everyone's confused. Um, and for us, before we can receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit calls us. Here's, here's the enigma I yeah. love. Yeah. The Spirit himself calls us to Christ in the first place. Right. And then when we accept Christ, the Holy Spirit then comes as a gift. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. this is <laughs> one mind of the, bending, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's one of the, um, I, I mean, I, I guess it can be one of the most confusing kinds of aspects mm-hmm. of, uh, of Christianity, really. I mean, is this the receiving of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of someone as they are drawn to the Son and the mm-hmm. Father. How does that work? You know, and, and countless mm-hmm. people have spent lifetimes mm-hmm. trying to right. put more of a sharper point on that, mm-hmm. and it's uh, that's difficult to do. It is. At some um, point, you embrace the mystery of it all. <laughs> well, right? right. And, you know, sometimes categories help um, mm-hmm us even step into that, you know, I think of um, our own tradition and the labels that get put on put on things to try to describe those sections right. of our experience, mm-hmm. you know, with God and talking about a grace that comes before and talking about a grace right. that comes after yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, these kinds of things are, are helpful right. to a certain point. Right. But at but at the end there it's language that's trying to really describe uh, the wind. Right. It's know, exactly right. You know, yeah. Um, it, it's, it is impossible to put into human word and thought, um, but we're called to do that. And, and, right. it, and it very much is, I liked the children's sermon yesterday that Lauren mm-hmm. did, you know, it's a feeling. Yeah. And not, and that's separate from emotion, really, but it's something, it's, a, it's something deep within that we can sense um, that is, is important, I think. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, um, I was gonna I was gonna quote Wesley here a little bit, and I know uh, I don't want to church it up too much, but you were talking yeah. about these different kind of kinds of grace, and there's this grace that goes before us. Right. Wesley would say, "Provenient," right. you know, the grace that comes before that sort of uh, draws us into relationship. That's mm-hmm. that that sort of dating period, that wooing, right. that drawing uh, that we experience, and then. Uh, if, that, if that's the dating period, then the marriage is justification mm-hmm. is when we say yes, we take those right. vows, and, and, and we know that Christ will keep his vow. Uh, we can count on that, but right. we, we say yes to his yes. He's yeah. already accepted us. We say yes yeah. to his yes. Right. And then the marriage part is sanctification, right. is the holiness period. It's where the Holy Spirit has captured us, and mm-hmm. um, we can change ourselves we can change the world around us because we're being sanctified Um, and that word means being set apart Um, Mm -hmm. and yet it also means getting into the world again the paradox there but um, it's and it's this holy living that we're called to that's the challenge Um, as I said you can sit on your salvation if you want but man what a waste what uh, the victory that we can have in this life the joy we can have in this life the peace Mm -hmm. we can have in this life we could miss if we sure. just, you know, kind of turn off, well, right. I got my ticket into heaven, and, eh, you know, how sad is that? And really difficult to do, actually, <laughs> because one of the functions yeah. of uh, the Holy Spirit is to convict us of sin, right. is to uh, correct us when we're off course. And, you know, that nobody likes to feel that correction. Nobody likes that. Right. Um, but I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Uh, because it, it puts the boundaries around me when I need them. Um, right. It's an act of love to correct yeah. me and not let me go too far off course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was thinking about uh, my dog Lily, Sheltie, sweet little thing. <laughs> love to walk with her, but uh-huh. in teaching her to heal and walk beside me, you know, when she was little, I'd give her some leash, you know, mm-hmm. let her smell some stuff and, you know, not, yeah. not pull her too close, but let her kind of explore. But right. my goal is to have her walk beside me, right. in step with me, in tune with me. And so at first, you know, a little a little room, but if she was heading for the street or something, I'd give her a yank on that chain, a correction, yeah. and she'd come closer. Right. And then we'd, we'd do this process over and over mm-hmm. and over again, the goal being that she walk beside me, and when she gets in sync with me, that leash goes slack. No pull, no pressure, right. no correction needed. And we're both happiest then, Yeah, you know? Yeah. When she's doing what she's supposed to be doing, when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, God is happy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And he loves me no matter what, but it's mm-hmm. a joyous walk and step. Um, so, right. and, and some people are on shorter leashes than others. <laughs> yeah, You know, I feel like true. I'm on a pretty tight leash, and I'm glad, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God's in the process with all of us. Right. And so some people are on a pretty darn long leash. There, I look back in my life, and there are things that I could get away with without feeling any conviction of sin at all Yeah, in my youth. Right. That I, I mean, that I wouldn't dream of doing now sure. yeah. because I've grown closer and I've grown up a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know, so everybody's on that journey, and yeah. so we need to be careful about um, – drawing people closer to God and not right. pushing them farther away. Well, that brings up a question, spot. I think, yeah. that, that often gets asked. That what is the difference, or is there a difference even, mm-hmm. between um, conviction and mm-hmm. conscience? Are they two different things? Are they the same thing? Are they just I, different labels? I think they're very similar, uh-huh. but there's a there's a big difference between conviction and condemnation. 
sure, right. Romans, there is now no condemnation. Yep. So right. I think some people fall into a deep pit of guilt and shame and all kinds of things. Yeah. They condemn themselves when God is not right. condemning. He's just correcting. Right. You know, when I'm pulling that chain on my dog, I'm yeah. not kicking her in the head, right? <laughs> no. You know, just bringing her closer. Come on, hon. Yeah. You know, that's not safe out there. Or you're getting, you know, getting closer right. and closer. So right. there, there's a distinction there. there for but there sure. is a scripture, and don't ask me where it is. Uh, it's in there. Look it up. That's your homework, guys. Yeah. Um, about our conscience being washed by the Holy Spirit. There's right. a washing of our conscience that that we we want to have an easily triggered conscience. Right. We want to have a, a quick trigger of correction. Yeah. So it doesn't take a disaster to pull us closer to God. You know. Right. That it just you know little tugs are, are what we're looking for. It's what we're looking for. Right. But I don't want right. to be without them. Um, yeah. When I work with babyful kids, you know, and they and they come into this knowledge of Jesus, and they kind of have this whole new way of looking at the world and being loved and lovable and all mm-hmm. of that. And I'll have every once in a while, I want to come back and go, you know. I was a lot happier before I got into this Jesus stuff. And I'll be like, well, tell me about that, kiddo. Yeah. I'll say, well, before when I was bad, I was just bad and it was fun and I just could do all kinds of bad things and it was fun. Hmm. And now when I do something bad, I feel bad. Yeah. And I'll be like, awesome. You feel terrible. I'm so happy for you. Because now they have that compass. They've got that guide now that right. – corrects yeah. them and doesn't let them just stumble off into oblivion. So, yeah. I mean, nobody likes words like obey and things like that, but boy, they're they're guards for us and they're safety devices for us and um, helpful. Yeah, yeah. You know? well, they really are correction. I think they, that's a, a great way I, to say I it. I think that, so, too. I mean, it helps us remember what we want more mm-hmm. than this other thing over here. That's right. You know? That's like right. It's, it's not even about... Because condemnation is saying this is bad and that is and what it bad. is and you were bad mm-hmm. and that that's all that exists. Right. So, you know, we're going to punish you for doing this thing yes. and that's it. Right. Whereas I think correction is to say there's something better mm-hmm. that is around this corner or up ahead or that exists. Right. And uh, you were very close to it, mm-hmm. but you're going the wrong way. Right. And that's, so let me show you. Yeah. It's another yeah. one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to be a teacher, to be an interpreter, right. to always it's a it's a uh, both two sides of a coin you know the holy spirit is shining a light on your sin yeah. and, and convicting and correcting right. also shining a light on jesus to illuminate who he is right. and so you know walk into the light you know that's mm-hmm. awesome you're going to get both you yeah. can get both that's it, one of the tests of well is this really a holy spirit thing is jesus in the midst of it yeah. If you have any question about that, right. walk away. <laughs> walk <laughs> yes. away, uh, because uh, he, the Holy Spirit, always uh, is in in con- yeah. concert with the Word, with Jesus, with God. It's a you cannot separate those things out. If the Holy Spirit's doing something right. that doesn't line up with Scripture, or what? Yeah, walk away. Right. Walk so, away. Yeah. It's something else. Counterfeit. Yeah, and you know your your um your story on Sunday uh, was a, just an interesting example of yeah. that kind of really weird navigation through that. I'd, yeah. I'd like to hear a little bit more, I think, about what's going on in, in your own head and your own mm-hmm. spirit mm-hmm. Um, during that, because, I mean, that seems like the kind of situation where you're trying to test that in some ways. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I prayed uh, up before I met with this woman uh, uh-huh. who identified herself as right. a witch. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, um, I didn't know 
how deep she was into that. Yeah. You know, because some of it's very shallow and it's not right. much. And there's some real dark stuff out there too that right. you just don't want to, yeah. you know, get too close to without uh, praying up first. Sure. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, in meeting her, I, I was so anxious to meet her. I was so excited that she said yes, that that yeah. door opened up. I knew that was God. That's not her. Right. right? Yeah. Um, that's God opening a door for me to, yeah. to step in with her. And um, just upon seeing her, meeting her that first time, and seeing beyond the makeup mm-hmm. and all the marks and the tattoos and all yeah. of that, beyond to this beautiful young lady. I mean, really, she's just yeah. beautiful under there. And I could see a childlike innocence beneath the scowling darkness of her face, um, I could still see the child in there. And maybe that's my years at Babyfold. I can see the child in everyone. But um, she was just so beautiful to me, even physically underneath all that. And... um, and as I said yesterday, you know, you ask about, you know, how is Satan helping you? It's a very short conversation. <laughs> right. yeah. They really they struggle to find words around that. Right. Um, I met with the teen once who also was interested in the occult, and she yeah. said, oh, "My um, favorite website is a satanic website." I said, "Well, what's it called?" And she said, "The Joy of Satan." And I said, "Do you know what an oxymoron is?" Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know how you. Is it tell me how you get joy from Satan? And of course, she can't answer that question either. Right. But um, yeah. th- this young lady uh, had been through an awful lot. She had been raised in the church. Yeah. She she knew Jesus. She she knew, um, but that was all just stripped away when she experienced abuse, uh, even yeah. within a church setting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. and her child. It was horrible. It was absolutely yeah. horrible. And all I could say was, "I'm so sorry." That right. wasn't God. That wasn't right. really. That's right. those are people um, yeah. misrepresenting. So, yeah. and she knew that, but still, the, I can't imagine the pain of that. I no. cannot imagine the pain yeah. of that. Uh, couldn't wait to yeah. apologize. Like yeah. just tell her I'm sorry, and that was wrong. Right. Um, I, because I think part of her probably expected me to defend the church or somehow make her the victim, the wrong, the wrongdoer, you know, blame yeah, the victim kind of thing. Right, right. You must have done something, you know, all yeah. that nonsense. Yeah. Um, and so um, I couldn't couldn't wait to do that piece uh-huh. um, and ask her to forgive. Um, yeah. You know, people who are so twisted, uh, erroneous. Um, And if what had happened to her had happened to me, I'm not so sure I wouldn't be a Satanist either. You know what I mean? I mean, wow, Uh, pretty intense. Um, So it was it was interesting to hear her talk about that and then wanting to be a psychic. You know, I want to be a psychic. And it was so she could make money. Okay, yeah. you know, and like I said, I, I had worked so hard in, in just in prayer, like, Lord, do not let me take any bait she throws at me and right. judge her and push her farther away. Yeah. Um, we don't have to approve of someone's behavior to love them. No, uh, we don't have to approve of everything they do to still want them to draw closer to God. You right. know, I think a lot of times we put hurdles up because yeah. we don't like it. Yeah. Um, but that just pushes them farther away. If our goal is to make disciples, then that's our goal, make right. disciples. And you got to meet them where they are, as I said. So. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. We bonded over Johnny Depp, whatever. I mean, you know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sure. I, I was grabbing at anything <laughs> to, uh, to bond, and yeah, he is hot, so um, that's fine. Um, but she was so honest with me. 
yeah. about what she's done, what's happened to her, mm-hmm. how you know her whole past. She was very open with me about that. Right. I think partially because she was ready to, to have someone hear her story, but also I think she was yeah. waiting to see what I would do with her story. Right. Would I say, oh, that was a terrible decision? Oh, wow, why did you think that would work? Or right. you know, I think she was waiting to see, and I just refused to do any of that. I just yeah. listened and you know. Right tell me your story, tell yeah. me your story. And she was willing to do that. Yeah. And then I shared yesterday about, you know, boy, I thought I had this judgment thing on lockdown until she ordered the big bloody steak. But, you know, it taught, it's, it, God's right. continuing to teach me. It was a little jerk on my chain that time, yeah, you know, you right. know, like, oh, because I didn't even think ahead yeah. that she's going to feed her kids with that. Right. You know, man, hear their story first before you jump all over them. Yeah. I mean, that's the lesson I got out of it. Right. And when you had that, I mean, when you had that kind of moment, I mean, was it pretty crystal clear to you? I mean, did you, you know, yeah. just going back again to this whole conscience, conviction, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing, you know, uh, oh, yeah. as it's rolling, rolling in your mind. I mean, was it, it like a hammer uh, it, upside it, the head? Was it it kind of was. Okay. It kind of was like, oh, yeah. man, I, I did yeah. it. Man, I did it. Yeah. You know, that inner eye roll happened, and I went, yeah. oh, stop it. Yeah. You know, and again, I didn't show it on my face. I didn't say anything, but it's sure. in there. I mean, come right. on. That's, yeah. And that's where the Holy Spirit resides, you know. He's right. in there nudging one direction or another. Yeah. Go ahead, keep going, or knock it off, right. shut up, you know, right. <laughs> whatever. Um, correction or guidance, yeah. he does both, yeah. uh, to, to help. So, right. yeah, it was pretty clear to me, like, oh, man, you just blew it. You just blew it. <laughs> and then I kind of, you know, we went on in our conversation, and I kind of forgot about it until yeah. the food came, and I had an instant of that again when I saw the big steak. Yeah. And it wasn't until she cut the small piece off and asked for the box did I really get it. Right. That, oh, man, Lori, yeah. you don't know. You think you know, but you sure. don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and mm-hmm. like the disciples said yesterday, they don't know what they don't know. And we don't know what we don't know. That's, yes. Right? I mean, it's impossible <laughs> it's to know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And there's a whole lot I don't know. And yeah. There's a whole lot all of us don't know yet, right. and we're not gonna know. No, again, no. embrace the mystery, no. uh, yeah. because we're not gonna know yeah. through a mirror dimly. Now we're not gonna know, so right. I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to um, go too many places of saying I know I'm absolutely right, right. unless it is <laughs> right. you know about Christ on the cross. Man, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. very few things that I will drive a stake in the ground and say I'm not budging from this because right. I might be wrong. Yeah. You know? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I think when we all get through uh, heaven's pearly gates, as it were, uh, we're all going to go, wow, I wasn't even close. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think every single one of us would be like, man, this is bigger, better, more amazing than I ever dreamed. And right. I did not have it right. You know? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay. Right. God's love and mercy is big enough. And those enough. are the kind of people that you want to sit down and, you know, yeah. spend the rest of eternity Tell me your, with. That's right. Yeah. Tell me your story. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, what else did have we? That uh, uh, kind of uh, you've got a you've got a, a list of yellow legal pad paper there. It's really I do little pictures for very... myself. Well, well, one thing I, I thought um, people might be interested. Uh, you know, I didn't talk anything about spiritual gifts. Right. And I did that mm-hmm. on purpose um, because if I'm going to talk about um, spiritual gifts, I must talk about spiritual fruit. Yeah. Because those come first. Sure. And those are necessary. I think a lot of people want to jump to 
I want some gifts. I right. want to see some miracles. I want to heal somebody. You know, those are exciting, right? Yes. And they What's are given as gifts. Power, superhero yeah. power. That's <laughs> yes, right. right. Uh, yeah. And we kind of like to get a buzz out of that. Yeah. Um, and and those are given to believers right. for the you know edification of the body. I mean, it's yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think we get kind of hung up on those. We want to jump ahead to gifts when we need to right. do the work of bearing spiritual fruit, right. which requires uh, love and obedience and prayer and, mm-hmm. and all that. Sure. So um, until we have sort of uh, shown God, I think, that that, that we're, our tree is bearing fruit and right. that others can pick the fruit off of us and we give it freely, then uh, gifts aren't uh, – gifts can be dangerous, I think. If we yeah. try to grab them and create them and make that happen, uh, then right. you get into all kinds of crazy stuff that's not really uh, – even spiritually appropriate. <laughs> I've seen some crazy stuff. And yeah. um, so to yeah. keep that in the right order. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Well, thanks again for um, uh, for really just a blessing us on Sunday. I think uh, I speak pleasure. for a lot of people who were um, just really thankful that um, you shared part of you as well in that, as you always do. And we're, we're grateful for that, yeah. along with all of the work that you do to prepare to bring that um, message to us. So Thank we're you. grateful. Well, thanks for stepping in and doing that. Sure. We really Calvary's, do appreciate a, that. Calvary's a special place in my heart and in uh, the ministry of the Baby Fold. I mean, there's just it's incredible how supportive uh, Calvary has been and will yeah. be and uh, looking forward to that atrium time in June uh, yep. 3 10 17 uh, that uh, we'll by. be able to stop on by yep. and uh, hear how you can connect personally with baby fold in some way that would be great because it, it is great. it's yeah. hands and feet work uh, that, yes. that Jesus just uh, continues to bless the Holy Spirit is alive and well with the baby fold so, so. Uh, yeah. we're, we're anxious to uh, get our church connected in that too so look forward to that all right wonderful all right well thank you again and Mm -hmm. we'll be back next week uh with a deeper dive into um john 1 9 through 14 so until then grace and peace Mm -hmm.